Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in for a third actual uh, version of these podcasts. Uh, we had a lot of feedback from approximately one person um, about the last one on Flyboy Max. So off that popularity, we've decided to do uh, another podcast and this time reaching out again to the, the world of cabin crew. And we are very excited to have been able to secure Long Haul Leslie, um, who works for one of the largest airlines in the world um, and has probably been working for them since the day that they first flew. Um, so she's got some really interesting insights um, and we're really happy to have her here to talk. Leslie, um, let's start, please, with your... We're going to go through five top tips. Um, I would like you to start with top tip number one. Top tip number one for me would be please don't associate me with Flyboy Max because me and Flyboy Max are not on the same level. Flyboy Max is an amateur. He's a putrid snake. I had a fisticuffs with him in the Bahamas about 20 years ago and I can't, I can't abide him. We don't fly in the same aircraft. We never will. We are miles apart. So, so fuck Flyboy Max. That's my first top tip for you. So, Leslie, I know that there's a ranking amongst cabin crew and around, around people that work for the airlines in general. Um, how, how does that work? Tell, tell people that are avidly listening to what makes that difference. Okay, so you're talking about seniority, I suppose. Yes. Okay, well, first of all, let's get straight. I'm the most senior cabin crew that's ever walked the planet of the Earth. Uh, how that works, Christopher, is it goes on date of joining. So, as you know, I joined the very first day that the airline began. Um, so, it goes off, off from that. So, anybody that joined in 1960, as I did, is very, very senior. Then you have people like Flyboy Max, who joined about 10 years ago and nobody cares about. And then you have the people in between that joined in 70, 80, and so on and so on. And the people that are senior, we get to first class choice of all the meals. We drink champagne on board and we still smoke in the toilets. Anyone that's joined after the 60s may as well not be there, basically. Now, you may be wondering why you can hear um, cars in the background. It's because... Uh, Long Haul Leslie is an incredibly, incredibly busy cabin crew, um, as I'm sure you can imagine. Actually, we've met with her on one of her days where she's on, um, is it standby, home standby? Yes, it is. Um, Leslie obviously doesn't stay anywhere close to Heathrow, why would she? She's tired of looking at planes every day. So we're having to actually meet at a service station um, halfway along a motorway, which means that at any point she could get a call and have to dash into the office Um I say office into the airport. Well, my office is in the sky, as you know. So, so uh, exactly right. So that's where you may, may hear a few cars in the background. Um, and, and also we may be cut short at some point. Um, but don't worry, don't worry. Um, Leslie will give as much as she can in the time that we have. Okay, Leslie. Uh, interesting there we've started on the seniority on top tip one and um, length of service and how that impacts. What is your top tip number two? Tip number two is how to get an upgrade from cabin crew because I know lots of you listeners out there are wondering about this and I'll tell you how. So come on board the aircraft, sit down, behave, put your bags away, put your bags underneath the seat, listen, listen to my PAs, their passenger announcements, for those of you imbeciles who wouldn't know that, um, and then approach me with some kind of gift. I want uh, yes, nice. uh, good eye the chocolates, that standard, anything below will not mm -hmm. suffice. Um, don't assume I'm going to upgrade you. I like to go into the galley, flap my papers around, drink some tea, 
make my decision. Not likely I like to look at what you're wearing, first of all. Are you dressed smart enough to mix with my calibre of passengers that I have in first class and business class? Um, firstly, are there any seats? Snape, you know, you have to have a look. Do I actually have the seats? If I do, I may consider you. If I don't, I'm still going to take your chocolates and I'm still going to eat them regardless. So that's the risk that you take. But be polite. Be uh, flattery, you know. Flattery will get you everywhere. So how, how often, uh, you're, you're hitting on a very hot topic. I've, I've seen Twitter, I've seen Instagram stories, I've seen lots of people demanding to know how upgrades get made. And you know, there's always the, the old ploy of saying that you're on honeymoon and, and all of these things that people will go through. I think they, they talk of being able to do it at the front desk. They try again when they get through to the next desk. And then I think you're the final line of kind of control. Um, how often do you upgrade people? Quite possibly never. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'll tell you something about honeymooners, Chris. My first four husbands left me and the fifth died. So I can't abide honeymooners. Don't come to me with that shit. So the sign of a long haul Leslie at the front door, um, possibly one for honeymooners to dial it down a little if they want to try for an upgrade. But ultimately what we're saying, if you're faced with a long haul Leslie, you're going to have to put out. Yeah, you are. And... And if you fornicate in the cabin as a honeymooner, we'll offload you mid-flight. So just that's a, that could be top tip number three. We're not there yet, but that's fine. That's okay. that's good. We will. We'll hold on for top tip number three. Um, okay. So top tip number two there. Uh, tips for getting your upgrade. Just as we're entering into uh, top tip number three, I'm having a look on Twitter, and we've had a question through for Long Haul Leslie from at Love the Liquor. Um, thank you very much for your question. Uh, Leslie, question is, what's the best way of securing more booze on board? Um, I get the feeling here that at Love the Liquor doesn't quite get as much as they want when they're on board. Um, what are your top tips for... Securing booze. Securing booze. First of all, that came through very quickly. Isn't technology just great? Just that, that's just marvellous. Popped up there. Popped up there on the screen. Well, at Love the Liquor... First of all, I hope you're aware that it is absolutely illegal to be drunk on a civil aircraft. So if you step onto Long Haul Lev Leslie's flight with anything to do with at Love the Liquor on, if you're wearing a t-shirt saying Love the Liquor, I'm going to turn you away at that door. Best believe it, your legs, oh, they'll never move quick enough up that bloody jetty. Because I, as much as I'm an, a complete raging alcoholic, I don't accept bad behaviour from my customers on the plane. So... If you, you know, a couple of glasses of Chardonnay with your dinner, absolutely. But it, in a, on a very serious note, if you're travelling to these countries, America, the Emirates, when you turn up to customs absolutely pissed as a fart, sozzled in fact, they're going to turn you away and you're going to get your, you know, your ass whooped basically. So, I suppose what I would say is, Pretend not to be pissed is my top tip, if I'm being really honest. If you want another glass of fizz, come to me and look semi-normal would be my top tip. Do you, do you often have problems with drunk onboard passengers, Leslie? Amongst the crew quite often, oh. yes. But no, not uh, people do get a bit squiffy-eyed and start telling me off. But I find a dry slap tends to help. <laughs> Um, watch out passengers and, and therefore podcast listeners um, a dry slap coming away from Long Haul Leslie okay um, so moving on from dry slaps 
top tip number four for us, please, Longhorn Leslie. Well, I'm s it's about glamour, this top tip. It's come on board glamorous and stay glamorous. I'm sick to my back teeth of seeing girls coming on board my aircraft with juicy tracksuits with their arse cracks hanging out the back. I mean, what on earth has happened to the staple blow-dry in the terminal, the classic white linen trousers and the button-down shirt? I mean, you can get sozzled, you can drip beef on your, your trousers, I'll get it out for you with the stain remover wipe, that's no issue. But please, girls, moisturise, brush your teeth, apply a slick of red lipstick, as we come into that, you could be meeting the man of your dreams in the customs queue. You might have a billionaire sat in the window and all he can see is your fat arse hanging out the back of your tracksuit. It's not... A oh, and the same goes for men. If you're going to get that... What's that thing called, Chris? Five o'clock shadow? Yes. Mid-flight, I'll give you a razor, I'll give you some gel and a hot towel. And you can, you can freshen up. What is with these absolute scrub bags nowadays? And all they're doing is taking selfies of themselves and i tell you what i look over their shoulders chris they do not they those filters they do not look like i repeat they do not look like that in real life yes now you've raised something there for me leslie i mean given that you've been flying wait, how long did he say since the 60s or yes, something yes, um you've seen a lot of change technology has come forth um you, you've rightly flagged around the selfies there i mean we've got online boarding online check-in boarding passes that are on your phone so you don't actually get boarding cards printed out anymore what have you seen in terms of over your years and, and technology changing has it improved or made your job harder well you see what happens chris is you have to you have to upskill yourself in these things. You know, back in my day, I used to send um, a carrier pigeon back to my mother when I did 20 day, twenty and 21 day trips down to Oz. And now I have my crew coming to me and saying, Longhorn Leslie, we've, um, we've uploaded a picture of you on, what's it called, Facebook? And now my dear old mother, who's 105, is saying, Leslie, put on some more lipstick. I mean, I can't escape this technology. My customers come on board the aircraft saying to me, we're delayed. I say, we're not delayed, don't you dare tell me what to do. And then they show me on the app that we're actually we're delayed by 43 minutes. I mean, you have to embrace it, Chris. A lot of the time I refresh what's called the passenger information list and it disappears into what I think is called the cloud. So once I've closed the door, I have absolutely no visibility about who's on board the aircraft or indeed where we're going. So I... You know, I basically, it's a love-hate for me, I think. And you've got now what I see as being um, the new breed of cabin crew. Oh. Um, and I imagine, oh, you, you spoke there about being, you know, the 22, the golden days of 22 days being down route somewhere. Um, that's very much changed now, I see. And I see a lot of tired faces, but a lot of young faces on the plane. Um, people who I'm not convinced could possibly save me at the moment of disaster. But I understand they're very well trained. Um, I understand that they're very eager and they're very keen. But it feels like a different breed. How does it feel for you as a, a seasoned pro now being surrounded by these um, this new collection of, of crew? Well, first of all, I think they could get you out of an emergency because they're so self-obsessed that they would like to evacuate the aircraft as quickly as possible. So you're safe there, Chris. Mm. Um, but trying to engage them 
in normal conversation and to get the actual service done has become a challenge. Actually, one example of a girl I had a couple of weeks ago, we were off to um, the Emirates again, and she was wanting... <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about me. Yeah, keep your germs to yourself, Alex Ratcliffe. Yeah, so this girl was um, vlogging her whole trip from start to finish, and I could kept seeing myself on this frigging camera, which, by the way, they're supposed to have switched off. I should take off, and as you know, I take absolutely no prisoners, so I took it off her. And as I took it off her, I, I found that vlogging is actually quite interesting. I told her all of her 60,000 followers about my dinner. I told them about how I reapply my lipstick every two moments, so it's always perfect. Um, but I did find her wandering, just circling and circling the plane, not knowing what she was supposed to be doing or where she was going, because it seemed she had no purpose. Without anyone watching, she didn't actually know what to do with herself. So... That it does feel then that there is somebody that's not taking the job as seriously as the old traditionals like yourself. Well, they no, they. It's like they're on show. It's they are, the you know they think they're the in-flight entertainment nowadays, and they are very beautiful. Don't get me wrong, some of them are a bit too plump, um, at times. But they are you know because back in my day you had to try on the uniform. Do you know that? And you were weighed, and if you went half a pound over what you were supposed to weigh be called into the office and put on a diet. Gosh, quite quite severe times yes. back then. Quite severe. So thank you, Leslie. It's been um a roller coaster of a trip so far. Um I oh, see your good. phone's already starting to flash and with the name of your airline being displayed on the front. So is that is that do you need to take that call? No, I don't know how to answer this Nick, That's yeah. right. We'll worry about it later. Yeah. Um so let's therefore let's try and squeeze in our last um last top tip from you for today. Um, what's the last thing you would like to leave people with? What's the thing that they need to know above all? Stay away from pilots. We have an acronym um, in our safety team. We part of when we evacuate an aircraft, and it's um, it's quite critical to get everyone you know sorted. There's a, a protection, location, water, and food. They're things we need to prioritise, you know, say we land into the desert, etc. We also use another acronym called Pilots Like Wet Fanny. That's how we remember that, those essential parts of living, because that's a given fact. And pilots, they'll tell you, I'll tell you this, girls, if you're listening, pilots will tell you they're going to change your life, they're going to take you to Bermuda, you're going to get a holiday home, you're going to get a new Porsche, you're going to get the Boutons, you're going to get every single facial you can imagine and what they do is they have a bit of rumpy pumpy and then they move on to the next one so that's my top tip for today important lessons i think for everybody um crew and passengers alike oh yes they do like to come out and have a look at have a gander and they and i don't know if you know they call they call them bobs they're called best on board and they go and they say to each other have you seen bob in 27a Shut that fucking door! Don't want to look at you for the rest of the flight. So Longhorn Leslie, they're protecting us as um, as much as she can from not only the trials and tribulation tribulations of flying, but also the Randy the, pilots. Randy pilots. Um, look, Leslie, it's been lovely to chat. Um, I'm sure we'd love to have you back on again um, soon. Are you going to pay me next time? No, absolutely not. Oh, um, but yes, enjoy your next flight. Where are you off to? 
I'm on standby, Chris. I oh. told you six times. Okay, she's on standby. supposed to look after that. Um, I'm going to take myself away from this motorway service station and back to the confines of a much nicer uh, studio. So a huge thank you to everybody uh, for listening and a huge thank you to Leslie for taking time out of her very busy schedule to be able to talk to us today. Uh, once again, proving to Shirley and Shirley that podcasts are very simple. They are a very funny comedy duo, very shortly about to give birth. Um, so you're missing your chances to see them before the children are produced. I'm sure they will be back once that is done. If you want to know more about them, www.shirleyandshirley.com. Um, it's well worth a click. There's plenty of good stuff to see on there. And please, if you do get the chance, they are very funny. Uh, thank you very much for listening.